Punky peeps, Angela Bowen here, the host of Punky Power, an unofficial Punky Brewster podcast. Well, we've made it, everybody. We've made it to the final episode of Punky Brewster, season four, episode 22, entitled Wedding Bells for Brandon, which aired on May 27th, 1988. In this episode, though Henry finds it ridiculous... Punky arranges for Brandon to get married to Myron's dog, Brenda. Okay. I mean, I guess that's how they wanted to go out on. Um, this episode was directed by Devaney Kelly, writers David W. Duklan, the creator, and Neil Leibowitz. This episode also has an 8.0 out of 10. Based on six ratings. This is on IMDb. Connections. We get the Care Bears family. Punky's tender heart cookie jar can be seen on the counter in the kitchen. Because I could have sworn that, that even though that was a dream sequence in um, a dog's life episode. And, you know, Punky as Brandon broke that um, tender heart cookie jar. Whether they got to replace it. Because I swore I saw a, a different one in the last few episodes. Like, I hadn't been seeing it around. But then again, I could be mistaken. They just got another one. Because that cookie jar's been around since, like, season one. But alright, let's jump into this episode. Okay, so this episode pretty much opens like any other. Uh, Henry's in the living room looking at... Um, Prince or, um, I forgot what, he, he's got a name for, um, the picture set. So he's got to be still doing this on the side while still running Punky's Place. But if you think of it, we haven't heard from Punky's Place in quite a while this season. So my guess is they filmed all of these episodes out of order. And they didn't know how they were going to end the show, just that... My guess is no one, everyone was kind of done and I guess it wasn't going to get renewed. I'd like to look into that and research that more. So. So Punky and Brandon come into the room from the hallway and she asks if she can leave Brandon there with Henry because they won't let him back into, she's going to the library and they won't let Brandon back in because he hasn't returned any of his overdue library books. Well, Brandon, see? You gotta do that. So, Henry's like, well, what's going on at the library? And Punky says that next week is career day. How funny, because they did that in season, the end of season two. When she did the whole thing about wanting to be an astronaut. And she says, well, next week's, you know, uh, career day, and they want me to read a book about what I want to be when I grow up. So are we going to get the whole thing where she still wants to be an astronaut, or has she kind of moved away from that? Because they've stayed pretty consistent with that throughout the show. Okay, yes, she said, because he's like, oh, I have everything you need for your report right here. He's referring to his photography, and she's like, oh, really? You have everything I need to know about being an astronaut? Okay, so they do keep with that. That's great. Because Soleil, I believe, wanted to be an astronaut at some point. I wonder if Soleil went to, um, remember Buzz Aldrin had stopped by at the end of season two, and he gave her, like, a space camp um, brochure to fill out and everything like that. I wonder if she actually went to that camp. Oh, Henry even has the gall to ask, are you still on that astronaut kick? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> Why would that change? So Henry makes a joke about the fact that you don't want to fly in outer space. You get airsick riding the escalators. Really? So I'm going to play this clip. his overdue books. What's happening at the library? Well, next week is career day at school, and I have to read a book and give a report on what I want to be when I grow up. Funky, I have all the information you need for your report right here. Really? You mean you know a lot about being an astronaut? Are you still on that astronaut kick? Yeah. 
monkey. You don't want to fly around in outer space. You get airsick riding an escalator. Not if I don't look down. Thank you. Outer space is yesterday's news. The career of tomorrow is photography. Photography? Let me show you some examples of quality professional photography. I took these pictures of the Fanucci wedding. Hey, these are great pictures, Henry. <laughs> I know. But why is Mr. Fanucci wearing a wedding dress? That's Mrs. Fanucci. I haven't finished touching up her mustache. <laughs> that flaw. Panky, you have a great eye for detail. You're a natural. You were born to be a photographer and someday you'll follow in my footsteps. Henry, I'm glad that you love taking pictures. I hear a butt coming. And I appreciate that you want to teach me everything you know. Here comes the butt. But I'm just not interested in photography. That's all right. I understand. You do? Of course. You're very young, and you still have plenty of time to decide that you do want to become a photographer. Thanks for understanding, Henry. I gotta meet Cherry and Margot at the library. Bye. Brandon, you want to learn about photography? So I just think this is weird because no mention of Punky's place. Henry's still on the photography thing, which great if it's a hobby and a thing you want to do on the side to bring in a little extra cash. But now once does he say, oh, it's always been my dream for you to take over Punky's place when I retire or something to that effect. Which no mention of it. So that's why I'm like, these must have been shot. But that doesn't make any sense then. Because he got Punky's place at the end of season three. He'd been all about photography up until that point. So I don't know. Um, Punky just tries to break it to him. And, and it's weird. You know, they've had this whole conversation in season two. On the, in the Accidents Happen Career Day episode. When he was trying to get her into photography then. It's like, if you're pushing this onto her, she's going to not be into it. She's gonna, like, pull back, like, no, this is not what I want. And the fact that he's not really respecting what she wants to do, yes, being an astronaut sounds semi-far-fetched, but it's not impossible. Maybe he wants her to have more realistic dreams, which, being a photographer, being a professional photographer, everyone's gonna have their own knack of how they do stuff. I have a couple cousins that, one which does photography kind of on the side, the other one has made a full business out of it. She has a business degree and everything and I follow her on um, Instagram. Beautiful, beautiful pictures and, and just she creates this whole package and, you know, she sits down with the bride-to-be and they talk and they get to know each other and what, you know, the bride-to-be wants for her wedding and everything. It's just amazing. So, and I, you know, they really, they just, they got such attention to detail. But anyway, I'm getting off track here. Um, so Punky just lets him down, like, I know that you want me to do this, but I have no desire nor interest, nor will I ever have interest in photography. Selfies haven't even become a thing, and they probably wouldn't for at least another 20 plus years. But even then, I can't see Punky wanting to uh, turn photography. I mean, everyone loves taking pictures, but. And everybody can take pictures. It's just those that put more detail into their picture taking and want to, you know, do. Like, put more into it, I guess. Um, so she excuses herself. 
Like, hey, I'm gonna go meet Cherry and Margo at the library. Margo at a library? Really? That's surprising. Does not seem the type to have any interest in going to a library. But I just think it's funny that when Punky comes in with Brandon, she's like, oh, can I leave Brandon here? I'm like, well, you all live there. He normally hangs out there. Why is it is it one of your days to babysit him? Can he not be left alone? I it just it just seems weird. But anyway, let's move on. Uh Punky's left. Henry, of course, this is the second time he's tried to get Brandon into photography and Brandon just like goes through the doggy door into the kitchen like, ah, no thank you, I don't want to learn. So I noticed Punky left the door open. I'm like, okay, someone is clearly going to be coming through the door. And while Henry is looking at, I think it's like proofs or something. Is that because he's looking at like little pictures on a sheet. So then this other dog who looks like Brandon, it's a dark honey colored golden retriever. And of course, I bet anything Henry is going to mistake this dog for Brandon. Stop sneaking up on me. Get down from there, Brenda. You're bothering Mr. Warnemont. Oh, it's all right, Myron. He's just admiring some of my work. <laughs> By the way, his name isn't Brenda. It's Brandon. Isn't that right, Brandon? <laughs> Brandon, have you been cloned? No, Mr. Warnemont. This is my dog, Brenda. Oh, well, that's a relief. For a moment, I thought I had double vision. <laughs> well, I guess that's a real problem at your age. They make quite an attractive couple. Yeah, I haven't seen Brenda like another dog so much since Duke the Doberman moved out of the neighborhood. I bet they'd have great-looking puppies. I'm sure they would. <laughs> well, what do you say, Mr. Warnemont? Oh, it's up to Punky. It's her dog. Maybe up to Punky, but I think Brandon's going to get the final vote. So Henry's not even looking at this dog. Like, oh, Brandon, don't sneak up on me like that. And this is where Myron comes in. So I take it he lives in the building with them? I was never under that impression that he lived in the building with them. But he snaps um, his dog's leash. His dog's name is Brenda. And the fact that... <laughs> it's just fun. So I kept wondering why Henry was saying he, he. Because Myron clipped um, Brenda's collar with his leash. And Henry's not like, why do you have a leash on my dog? Because he still thinks that dog is Brandon. And he's like, oh, by the way... Oh, he, oh, he's just uh, saying how, oh, he's just admiring my work. And by the way, his name isn't Brenda, it's Brandon. And Byron's like, no, this is my dog, Brenda. And Brandon comes out through the doggy door. And of course, Henry's like, oh my gosh, Brandon, you've been cloned. Brandon is quite a bit heavier than Brenda. And you can tell it's him because he's wearing his Brandon dog collar and he's got white around his muscle. Brenda looks to be, I mean, Brandon's got to be at least going on, what, three, four years old? And, um, Brenda looks to be, like, a, she is a very, like, hyper-energetic dog. I mean, she was up on the coffee table. She's, like, pawing at Henry's pants, and she's just all over the place. I feel bad for the dog that plays Brandon. I don't think he's got any interest in this dog. And this dog is like constantly looking at us. You know, they're dogs. You know, that's how they greet each other. They lick their faces. There's no sniffing of butts or anything like that or sniffing of genitalia. But the fact that this dog, Brenda, is so high energy, it's like she's like practically bouncing off the walls, you know, rubbing, you know, pawing at Henry's pants and she's like pawing at poor Brandon's face I thought she was like gonna get a claw in his eye or something her paw was like right on his face near his eyes like oh, you gotta be careful dog don't do that 
So Henry kind of makes a point like, hey, you know, they really do make an attractive couple. And Myron mentions how Duke the Doberman, um, Brenda was really excited about, you know, having him in the bed. And he moved. So he's like, well, I have not seen Brenda act like this since Duke, before Duke left. And um, they mention about uh, puppies like, oh, I bet she'd make some, uh, they make beautiful puppies. And I like how Henry's like, well, you'll have to talk to Punky. It is her dog. So. And Myra makes this disgusting joke. Like, oh, it may be up to Punky, but I think Brandon's got the final vote. And he's, like, elbowing Henry. Like, get it? Get it? I just made a sex joke. <laughs> like, And he's, like, barreled over laughing. And Henry's just like, okay, can you please take your dog and get out of my apartment? You are annoying the heck out of me right now. So, it's later that evening. Henry and Punky are in the kitchen. They're getting ready to have spaghetti for dinner. So, he hands her the sauce and he's going to check the spaghetti. And I notice, yes, the Tender Heart Bear cookie jar is back where it's usually always been. Just on the counter there. And Henry checks the spaghetti. I guess it's similar. I guess people is a known thing. In order to know if the spaghetti's done, you take a, a few strands of it and chuck it at the wall, see if it sticks. So Punky sees this and she's like, Henry, are we eating off the wall? And he explains to her, like, no, that's how you know the spaghetti's done. It sticks when you throw it at the wall. And I've heard of that, too. And it's just funny that Punky's never heard of that. Like, okay. So, Punky calls Brandon to dinner, and he comes in, he's wearing a bib, and that's when Henry sits down, he says, I'd like to talk to you about Brandon. I'm like, oh no, is he dying? No, I've seen this episode. He's not dying, no. If if I were Punky, my mind would be like, oh my god, what, is he sick? Has he stepped? No, what? Oh no, he's dying. No, he's not dying. So, this is kind of... (laughs) Interesting how Henry puts this. He says, well, Brandon's getting older, and I think it's high time that maybe he had some puppies. So you basically just want to, like, spread his bloodline. Like, I mean, that's more like for a female dog. Like, oh, she's getting older. I'd like her to have, like, a litter of puppies so she can experience motherhood. It's like, Brandon's just going to do his part, and then he'll be done, and then he'll probably hardly ever see the puppies. But Brandon's, well, the way he says he's getting older, you'd think you were saying that Brandon were, like, seven. He's not seven years old. He's not, like, halfway to being a senior dog, so. So, Punky's kind of looking at him, and it's almost like uh, birds and the bees type thing is it don't she knows it's like um what are you saying brandon having puppies she she tells him uh henry i hate to break it to you but uh uh brandon can't have puppies like well yeah he knows that he means like take part in creating puppies so Henry brings up uh, Punky's friend Myron, who's got a beautiful female golden retriever named Brenda, and Henry thinks that she would make an, a, an amazing mate for Brandon. And Brandon, right away, his head is up. He's like, what? What are you talking about? Why are you deciding my love life for me? I, I, I can get my own girls. Thanks, Henry. I think I have a, should have a say in who I spend the rest of my life with. <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, when Brandon came out of the doggy door and saw her, he didn't look that impressed. I mean, I think he was a little like, oh, please, you're too energetic for me. You're too young. So, Punky's for it. Like, yeah, I think this is a great idea. And Henry is really, really into this idea. He's like, oh, great. I will call Myron and I will tell him. And this is just, wow. You'd think that Henry were the one that was gonna, like, help produce these puppies or something like that. The way he's just, unless he's probably thinking, like, financially, like, purebred golden retrievers are just, they're like America's 
favorite, like, most popular dog. I think Golden Retriever is, like, almost number one. And I think Labradors might be number two. I don't know for sure, but, um... Because it seems like whenever... I, I always go to YouTube and I look up the I Got a Puppy almost on a daily basis just to see people who get puppies. And quite a few of them tend to be, like, they get Golden Retriever puppies. I'm like, ah, that's going to be me one day. It's going to be me one day. I know it. And Punky looks down at Brandon like, oh, Brandon, you're going to be a daddy. Well, he hasn't actually done anything yet. We don't know if uh, it'll take or anything. And, um, yeah. Oops. And, of course, I believe we are going to get treated to flashbacks in this episode of Brandon when he was a poppy. And just Punky's thinking of all those years with Brandon. When he was so young and full of life. Not only is his muzzle white, but kind of around his eye, he's getting a little bit of white there, too. Like, yeah. He's getting older. He's getting older. He's not a young pup anymore. I mean, if he met Brenda when, Brenda when he was like a, a year or two old, he probably would be able to keep up with her. But... All right, I'm going to play this clip. Hi, King. Would you put the sauce on the table while I check the spaghetti? Sure.
excited about you being a daddy. I'm going to do something special for you. I've got it. Brandon, I'm going to give you the biggest wedding any dog has ever had. I kind of figured in the back of my mind that being this is the final episode of Punky Brewster, yes, we are going to be treated to flashbacks. And they are kind of, you know, they're Brandon oriented because it is a Brandon episode. And we get treated, of course, to the meeting between Henry and Punky and Brandon. Like, oh, this is, Brandon is an attack dog. He'll chew your face off. Don't touch me. And then, of course, there's the scene where she is cleaning Henry's apartment in the kitchen. We see beautiful puppy Brandon with his feet stuck in a couple of these big sponges. And then um, the one from Miss Adorable where Punky's trying to get Brandon to jump through a hoop that's got fake paper flames on the inside of it. And, of course, he doesn't. He's just, like, sleeping there. She's like, come on, Brandon, jump! And then, of course, she walks off stage. Brandon jumps through the hoop then. And she's like, oh, Punky, we uh, head back to present day. Punky is telling Brandon, like, oh, you're going to be such a great daddy. And you know what? I'm going to do something special for you. I'm going to throw you the best dog wedding any dog has ever had in its lifetime. And Henry is just like, oh, boy. (laughs) And as we hear wedding bells. So in the next scene, Henry is coming around the staircase. He's kind of flipping through his mail like, Bill, Bill, Bill. And he's wearing his old floppy hat that he's had since season one. And at first I'm like, is this a flashback? I can't tell. And Betty comes down the stairs and also hands Henry a bill as well. Bill. Bill. (laughs) What is this, Betty? This is my bill for making a wedding cake for Brandon out of kibble. I can't believe that you go along with this canine craziness. Well, what's so crazy about Pocky wanting Brandon to have a wedding? Betty, animals do not get married. Well, you did. I'll ignore that. The same way men ignore you. Henry, this wedding will be a lot of fun for the kids. I don't see any harm in it. I'm just concerned that the whole thing will get out of hand. Now, Henry. So Betty hands Henry a bill for making Brandon's wedding cake completely out of kibble. And Henry's just getting stressed out. Like, I think Punky's making a big deal about this whole wedding stuff. And the idea of all these dogs together is going to be chaos and whatnot. And I'm just thinking, Henry, you're the one who put the idea in her head about getting Brandon a mate to spend the rest of his life with. So... Point the finger in your own direction, I guess. Um, But Betty's like, you know, if the girls want to do this, let them do it. It's going to be fun. And we see the back, we see the wedding cake. It's like a one, two, three, a three-tiered wedding cake. Very pretty. Uh, The backyard is completely decked out. We got a long table with, you know, desserts and stuff like that. We got balloons. We got streamers. The treehouse has got some balloons. It also has a banner that says Bridal Suite. Very nice. We do have other kids and other dogs there as well. I'm guessing it's probably um, some of Brandon's other old (laughs) ex-girlfriends. So, Punky comes out. She's like, hey, Henry, have you seen Brandon anywhere? I can't find him. And Henry, of course, makes this joke about, oh, maybe he got cold paws and took off. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And Punky's like, well, yeah, he was a little nervous. As we see Brandon coming into the backyard, complete with tux and top hat. He looks beautiful. The costume designers did a great job. They always do an amazing job with his, his outfits. 
So the girls all kind of bend down. They're all dressed really nice also. And um, Cherry says, oh, Brandon, you're such a well-dressed groom. And uh, Punky's like, oh, he's always well-dressed. And Margo, of course, makes a crack like, well, somebody in your family should be. Like, oh, come on. So we get treated to a fun little montage of Brandon dressed up in different outfits. So I'm going to play this clip. Henry, do you know where Brandon is? I can't find him anywhere. Well, maybe he got cold paws and decided to call the whole thing off. Well, he was a little nervous. they got is Brandon dressed as a cowboy and I feel bad for I think that um, Brandon is played by Sandy some of the time then there uh, Sandy had a sibling that also kind of filled in as Brandon as well and it's just trying to walk with these cowboy boots and you can see they're not pointed right because he's trying to walk and they do have like rubber banded with clothespins around his legs to try to get and it looks painful like he's not having a fun time with that he's got a hat on which isn't a big deal but it's like those cowboy boots it's like come on you didn't need to add those and I believe that is from the anniversary episode. Some of these I'm not sure what episodes they were from because they're like little fast clips we have, um, in the next one, he's got this tuxedo shirt on. He's got white sunglasses. Punky's wearing a red feather boa. Henry, of course, is just in his red and black plaid uh, bathrobe or robe. And I think they're watching, like, it's like a fake lifestyle of the rich and famous. And, um, I can't tell what that, whether that's supposed to be the episode with Brandon in Brandon's commercial. I'm not exactly sure. I'm trying to remember what this one is because it's a quick clip of Brandon drinking from a straw and he's got like a strawberry smoothie or a slushie or something that he was drinking. And the girls are all kind of laughing. They're all up in the treehouse. They're kind of laughing at Brandon. This one here, I'm trying to think. This has got to be season two because Brandon looks quite young. And Punky's got her hair in pigtails. Yeah, this is season two because in season three and four, Punky got older. She's like, okay, no more pigtails. I'm getting older. This one is where the girls go to camp. So this has got to be season four. 
Uh, Brandon is dressed with a camp bag and uh, uh, different colored letters spell out his name on his bag. He's got a visor that says Camp Kukaluki or something like that. And Punky is kind of telling Brandon, like, for the last time, you can't come. The, the camp's got fleas that are bigger than you are. Or that will beat you at arm wrestling. Okay, this one I know. This one is from season three, Remember When. When Punky has Brandon pulling a sled full of a cardboard box with snowballs. Okay, this one's got to be season one. I don't know where this would have been. What episode... Maybe it was towards the end of an episode. Uh, Punky is like, oh, something about how eventually pets start dressing like their... No, that owners start dressing like their pets. And we see young Brandon dressed in a uh, punky vest and stuff like that. It's really cute. And jeans. I see the jeans. We see the mo- uh, different colored shoes at the, the back feet. We see the shirt kind of cut off, the blue shirt with the uh, long red shirt underneath. And then, of course, the um, the yellow sun barrette things are kind of in his... That makes him look like a girl dog, though. All right, now we're getting back to the wedding. And Betty's coming up with some dog biscuits on the tray and just saying how much he loves weddings. Henry. <laughs> Let's get this show on the road, Betty. I don't want the neighbors to see me participating in this farce. Henry, don't you have anything nice to say? Well, these hors d'oeuvres look good. Uh, Henry? Yes? <laughs> Never back. <laughs> so, Brandon's getting married. It seemed like only yesterday he was chewing on your slippers. It was yesterday.
So in the backyard, I think it's funny how Betty's got that tray of dog treats. It even has a little label in front of it saying doggy treats. And Henry, of course, he doesn't see that. He just takes one like, ooh, hors d'oeuvres, as he pops one in his mouth. And Betty's like, Henry? And he's like, what? And she's like, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> You'll find us soon enough. So now we're treated to another Brandon flashback. I can't remember. I don't remember which episode this is from. It's got to be at least season three or four. And Henry and Brandon are playing gin. And Henry goes to put a card down. Brandon barks. So he's like, here, let me put this one out. Brandon barks again. So finally, Brandon puts his deck of cards that have been in his mouth. He sets them down. And he's got gin. Like, gin? Really? Oh, my gosh. This one, I remember the one where Brandon is rolling in on a skateboard into uh, Warnamont Studios in the mall. This is, um, what the heck was it? It was towards the end of Bye Bye Studio or something like that. So Long Studio, that's what it was. Of course, we see this extended, long extended bit that's kind of like spliced in between other clips here. Uh, with Punky giving Brandon that peanut butter on toast. So, yeah. This is clearly season three because you can tell Punky's hair is down. Okay, this has got to be accidents happen, I think. Because Punky's teaching Henry, or <laughs> she's, teaching, she's teaching Brandon this card trick to, you know, put a card in the deck and I'll show you which one you picked. Turns out, of course, you knew it was the one that had doggy slobber on it because it was in his mouth. And she tells him, oh, you know, you might want to try this trick out on, like, Henry or somebody. So, or maybe uh, that Lady Beagle that you were always barking about. <laughs> and she winks at him. And, of course, the camera stays on Brandon's face as he winks at her. It's really cute. We get, uh, I think that might be, um... Aunt Larnice is coming to town where Brandon's wearing the fireman's hat and he's blowing out the little, uh, the, the party, um, thingy, that, that thing. Uh, we have It's a Dog's Life. We see Punky as Brandon, um, push the chair over to the sink and drink some water. And then she's like, I gotta feel my tummy with some food now. And we see her drinking, uh, from a Coke can. With a straw, and of course, there's popcorn in the little basket. The, the table is, like, just filled with, like, different types of food. We see a uh, clip of Henry going over the bills, and he sees a bill for, like, 50-some bucks for a dozen roses to be sent to a dog named Lady. And, of course, poor Brandon's got his head on the table. He's guilty. Like, it was me. Uh, this one is from Season 4. Ouch! I think it's from season four. Uh, Brandon is wearing a candy stripers outfit, bringing in the flowers on a tray. He's pushing it. It's so cute. All right. Well, here we go. We got the Reverend showing up to do the wedding proceedings. I'll play this clip. Hello, Reverend. Hello. <laughs> I really appreciate you doing this. Oh, it's nothing. It's a wedding. I'm a minister. It's $200. <laughs> Cash. Bless you. Okay, Henry. Hit it. Oh, 
Who gives this fine canine to be married? Yo! Do you, Brandon, take Brenda to be your lawfully wedded wolf dead wife? <laughs> and do you, Brenda, take Brandon to be your lawfully wedded husband? <laughs> the callers, please. anyone here who objects to this marriage, let them bark now or forever hold their peace. Who's that? That's Fifi, Brandon's old girlfriend. She's taking it hard. Brandon and Brenda, I now pronounce you husband and wife. Brandon, you may now lick the bride. So the minister shows up, and Henry's like, oh, thank goodness you're here. And the minister's like, yeah, well, you know, I'm a minister. I perform weddings and everything. And he's like, he looks at Henry, he's like, all right, it'll be $200. And Henry tells him, um, do you take credit cards? And the guy, he's just smiling. He's like, mm, no, cash, please. <laughs> he holds out his hand, and Henry uh, puts 200 bucks in his palm. Um, this guy was in an episode of season four. It was Radio Days. He played that announcer or radio host when the girls were doing that contest. So, yeah, I thought he looked familiar. Um, They must have invited every young kid on the block and their dog because there are, like, 20-plus dogs here. Um, they begin the ceremony. I noticed that um, it's kind of cute how... Margot and Sherry have, like, bridesmaids, like, coming up the aisle, and then Myron brings Brenda out, and there's, like, little blue, I don't know if they're, like, markers where the dogs are, like, supposed to stand and everything, but, uh, Betty, of course, is bawling her eyes out, she loves weddings, she, and Henry's just looking at her like, oh my goodness, like, this dog wedding isn't bad enough. And, um, the pastor goes through the ceremony, like, do you, Brenda, take Brandon? Do you, Brenda, take Brenda? Uh, Brenda? And they lick. He pronounces them, you know, husband and wife. And, of course, he, when he asks for objections, there's Fifi. I don't know if that dog's supposed to be a Doberman, Rottweiler mix, but apparently. Well, and Betty's like, well, who is that? And Henry's like, oh, that's Fifi. She's uh, taking it hard. Why did you invite her, for one? You don't invite his ex-girlfriends to a wedding. <laughs> to his wedding. So, um, all the kids are throwing, like, what's supposed to be, like, kibble. The bag that they're throwing stuff out of, like, it says kibble, but it looks like bubbles or something or like little fake little flowers they also have little fire hydrants one says laddies one says lads and this little um white dog is kind of circling it and of course punky bends down and hugs brandon and it's so sweet and we get to see like the picture the wedding pictures of everybody we see uh brandon and brenda in the bridal suite oh that's adorable little um glasses of champagne on the um on the, what the hell is it called the ledge i guess i gotta say i did not like brenda's dress it looked like a tablecloth it was ugly just too much too much the dogs look like they don't want to be there like can you please get us out of this thing
I noticed Brandon's little top hat has actually got like um like a rubber band kind of keeping it around his head because I'm watching as the credits are kind of rolling it and we're seeing all this and it's so funny he's trying to get that off his head and finally it just falls off and Brenda looks like she's just trying to find her way out of there and she actually goes under because Brandon's standing like up on the ledge there his two front paws and she goes underneath and of course when he goes down he like on like just like over her but, um, yeah, that was the episode, the final episode. And I gotta say, I thought it was cute. It was filled with Brandon flashbacks. Um, I'm gonna give it a three out of five. The three things I liked were, I loved the flashbacks, loved Brandon in his tux. Um, and just... Just the ending, the wedding and everything. The two things I didn't really care for, I don't like Myron. I think he's a goofball. He's just, just a law. And, um, uh, the other thing I didn't, I didn't really like how Henry was just bashing Punky's dream of still wanting to be an astronaut. Like, no, I want you to go into photography. Like, no, no. Um, as far as for Punky's principles, um, wedding, dog weddings are cute. I'm sure if I looked right now, I'd find a whole bunch of them on YouTube. And it's just, it's, it's cute. It's really cute. Um, another thing, let your kids do what they want to do when they grow up. You know, when they're like 12, they'll probably change their mind about what they want to do when they grow up. But don't force something like, no, I want you to take over the family business. No, don't, don't do that. So... Alright, so what I'm going to do next, I'm going to say hey to the Punky Power listeners for the very last time. After that, I'm going to kind of, I did post it on Instagram a while ago, but I will go over like what I kind of think about what Punky would be like, you know, like in the 90s, if you were in high school in the 90s and everything like that, and just uh, have a little fun with that. So, alright, we have Reno, Nevada, Lakewood, California. Sao Paulo, Brazil, College Station, Texas, Clifton, New Jersey, New York, New York, Garland, Texas, Atlanta, Georgia, Centerville, Maryland, Long Island City, New York, Norwalk, Connecticut, San Fernando, California, H-E-L-O-T-E-S, Texas, San Bernardino, California, Auburn, Washington, Newburyport, Massachusetts, Bellflower, California, Dayton, Ohio, Washington, D.C., and Rolling Meadows, Illinois. I'll just kind of read this post here. Can you imagine Punky in high school in the 90s? What fashion trends would she adapt? Oh, I kind of wonder, would she get, I don't think she'd get into the flannel and the grunge movement. I don't think she'd be into that. Um, what kind of music would she listen to? I put Britney Spears. Maybe she'd be into NSYNC. You know, she she loved to barge in season three. So maybe she'd be into the boy bands. Uh, Backstreet Boys. I don't know if she'd be into Alanis Morissette. That's more like angsty teen. Jewel. She might be into Jewel. Spice Girls, definitely. Because how many girl bands were there in the 80s? Uh, the Bangles. That was one of them. Um... Wilson Phillips, wasn't that kind of like a girl band too, I think? Um, yeah, I can definitely see the girls, Margot, Cherry, and Punky rocking out to Wannabe. What about TV shows? Would she be into The Simpsons or Go Gaga over JTT? He was literally all the rage in the mid-90s. I thought he was okay. I was way more into Devin Sawa, who pretty much, those were the two main pinup guys of the mid to late 90s was like, I get a teen magazine. I think my first teen magazine I got in like 96. And it was either, it was usually always Devin Sawa on one side, JTT on the other. And luckily that wasn't a big like, oh, who do I put up? Him or him? No, it was always, always Devin. Do you think she would become an astronaut or maybe develop other career interests? Well, she kept that astronaut wanting to be an astronaut for at least four seasons now, which I think in our time would have been the equivalent of at least four years. 
I think she would have went through with it. I really, really think so. Maybe her fallback probably could have been fashion if she was. But then again, fashion would be more. I could definitely see Margot having her own fashion line or um, something to that degree. Cherry, I think it would have been awesome if she could have become an architect. That would have been great. Uh, do I think the girls would remain friends? Honestly, Cherry and Punky, yes. Margot, I think they would have been friends, but they she probably would have... In high school, you go through a lot of changes. The friends you made as kids might not be as close as they once were. You're going into your own circles, your own interests and everything like that. So, I mean, I could see definitely Punky and Cherry, but Margot, mm, not so much. Um, I put, you know, I know they would, although junior high and high school would be a challenge as interests change and you start finding yourself. Do you think she ever sees her mom again? Wow. Um, here's what I envision. I think, <clears throat> let's look into the future. Punky's graduating high school. And Henry just happens to find her mom. Like, her mother's looking for her. Like, I lost my daughter. You, you know how when you, you go in Walmart and everything, you see these, have you seen this child? And you see age progression and everything. Because her mother's not seen her since she was eight years old in 1984. Now it's 1988, so it's been four years. So, of course, Punky's looks could have changed. Um... I think that I would love to have seen that. I really would have loved to have seen, like, hey, Punky's mom just got a rehab. She's a lot stronger now emotionally and everything. She's like, I want to find my daughter. I want to reconnect with my daughter. And I think for Punky, I think she's established herself with Henry. You know, he's her father now. He adopted her. So... Punky's mother can't come in and say, hey, I want my daughter back. It's like, no. That is... He is her father now. So, sorry. But I can see... I can definitely see Punky having some reservations at first. Because before, it's like, I want to be with my mom. I want to be reunited with my mother. Like, drugs or whatever she was going on with her be damned. I, I don't care. I want my mom. But now, I honestly see her having some reservations as... She's finally able to really see her mom and, you know, the abandonment issues that she created in Punky. I think that they could have a relationship together. I think it's going to take some time. I'm surprised that Punky was never put into any form of therapy that to help her um, work through her feelings of her abandonment and everything. I would think that that would be, nowadays, probably be a requirement. You're going to foster, in a foster home, you're going to be seeing somebody and talking to someone about how things are going. Uh, let's see where I leave off. Can you see Punky readily accepting her mother back into her life, or would she resent her for abandoning her? I already answered that. How about Cherry and Margot? I can see Margot in prep school for her high school years and move on to, like, Harvard or Yale. Maybe, Princeton. I don't know. Oh, I can see Cherry becoming an architect, buying the old apartment building and the, they lived in and redesigning it. In my mind, Alan comes back to Chicago from Kansas and starts high school, but instead of being goofy, he's more serious, like, into science or engineering. When they were building the treehouse, Mike kind of highlighted, like, okay, Alan likes to tinker with stuff, He like, you know, with his, his bike and everything and working on that, like, and then helping design the treehouse. So, yeah, um, in my mind, he and Cherry would definitely date. In my mind, they would get married and have kids. Um, so, yeah. Honestly, I've said it before. And I would love for this, maybe not so much be rebooted as something completely different, but bringing the other stars back. Even if it's just for like eight or ten episodes. Because right now we got reboots of... Um, Fuller House, which I absolutely love. 
and Roseanne was uh, it was okay I watched like the first episode or so and it's like meh I liked the other show better when I watched you know the earlier seasons and stuff but um yeah um also I wanted to give a quick update on my dad he actually is um he had cancer uh he had chemo last week, and he said he's doing all right. He has another um, chemo appointment next week, and then he said in uh, about four weeks they'll revisit and just kind of see how it's helping, like shrink the cancer or slow it down. Because the doctor did tell us there's no cure for this type of cancer. I mean, I know that cancer out there, there aren't cures for it. There's no cure for cancer, so. We're just kind of waiting and and seeing how this is going to go. Um, my dad, when he talked to the doctor, my dad said, I just want 10 years. Can you give me 10 years? And the doctor said, right now, the best I can offer you is two years. And when my dad and Pam told me that, I was like, two years? Really? Two years? That's that's not enough time. It's not enough time. So, um, guys, I'm trying to stay positive, stay optimistic. That if anything, it, at least this chemo will shrink the cancer and keep it at bay for a while. I mean, the thing is, you hear about can- cancer is a, seems like the number one killer out there. And it's one thing, it's like you hear about it all the time, but it feels like it doesn't really truly affect you until it hits either you or somebody in your family. And it just really has affected me. I'm just dealing with it as I can. Um, as I recently said, these podcasts, guys, this is my therapy. Going through these episodes, talking about them, hope, you know, that you guys are listening to them, you're hopefully enjoying them and everything. That is my therapy. That is helping me get through this. And I don't know what I'd be doing if um, I didn't have these podcasts. I know this is the last one for Punky. Um, But as I've said before, if they do a reboot, if they do reunion episodes and bring the cast back, well, if they bring back um, Soleil and Cherry... Amy Foster, that'd be cool too. Oh, uh, that would be awesome if they got um, the heck is his name? Casey Ellison, who played a- Alan. Um, I would podcast those episodes in a heartbeat. I love Punky. I've been so happy that I've been able to do this and bring Punky back in into the world for you guys to relive along with me. It's been a great over a year and a half doing this and. I really hope that you guys will stick around for Silver Spoons, which is happening in September, like September 1st, first episode. Um, I'm going to be doing one episode a week. By season two, I might be doing two a week. It just really, really depends. Silver Spoons has five seasons, so um, we'll play it by ear. Definitely one one a week, one a week for... um, First season that'll take through to the end of the year. I know there's a Christmas episode in season one. I will be doing that in December. I'll be covering the Christmas episode in December, just like I did with Punky. That's why I savored it. Like, oh, gotta wait, gotta wait. Christmas. I love doing holiday themes in the appropriate month. So, all right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I really care for you all, all my listeners. Thank you so much. The friends that I've I've made and the people that have brought up their Punky Brewster memories with me on, you know, whether it's Instagram or Twitter or the Facebook page, which will still be going. I'll be, you know, still posting. Soleil and Amy Foster have birthdays in August. And I think Cherry Johnson might, but I will still be posting Punky Brewster related stuff along with Silver Spoons. So, um, those pages will be, uh, you know, like I said, Punky Brewster's pages will be sharing content with Silver Spoons or vice versa. So, all right, guys, I will be back in September with Silver Spoons. So, 
Have a great week. Bye-bye.